Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the Dabs Collective. We're going to get this party started in a few minutes. And uh, we always start the, each episode with a song. So sit tight. We're going to let the song rip. And then we're going to give you access to one of the dopest. I'm not even going to say influencer because that's that's not even it. This guy's an entertainer. And uh, we're going to jump in with the homie D Deep. But until then, we're going to jump into this song right now. And then we'll be back for this fire ass interview. Let's go. Man, it's going good, bro. It's going good. And I know it's about 3 a.m. your time right now. So, you know, I'm going to make this. I appreciate you staying up until goddamn the next day. So we're going to make this quick for you so you can get some rest to keep the jokes funny, man. I know how important it is for you. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, look, like, we'll keep it for normal duration. So, yeah, don't. there's no rush. Uh, you know, like, we since we're already on it, you know, there's no there's no point in like uh, going over things in a haphazard manner. Like you know, l- like make sure you do justice to, to you know, like everything that you're planned. So yeah, no worries, man. Since we are here, we're good. Dude, well, you know what? Since you since you say that, and I just got lit off this song, bro. Okay, first of all, I didn't even. This is the first time me hearing the song. I thought it was your other the other song I heard a while ago. You have another song, right? <laughs> uh yeah, Tuni Tuni actually created two or three renditions of you know the same sort of dialogues. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that got me lit, man. And and it had the the sound effects, bro. That you know, that should be the fucking national anthem for Bonk. I don't understand why this song is not like on everybody's timeline right now with meme animations of bonk and shit with you dancing with Vitalik and all that shit, bro. Come on, man. It's perfect for that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I actually don't know if people like from the bong team have heard this song. You know what? I'm going to try and get some, some eyes on that. I actually haven't, uh, had a chance, like I've retweeted and shared the, the song multiple times, but yeah, I don't think the people from Bong know about the song, so yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah, actually they're gonna, they're gonna know it's actually free marketing for them, isn't it? So yeah, dude, facts, and they're gonna know after this episode, bro, because I'm gonna make it a point to tweet and let them know, like, why isn't this the fucking anthem for Bonk, and you know what we're doing on this uh, daps collective space right we're like 
doing these spaces. And what we do is afterwards, we put them up on Apple Music, Spotify. We've got a distribution about uh, about 12 different outlets right now, uh, Google, Amazon, and so on. And all it does is it allows people to, to it, it allows our message to grow in places where people are already. So that song is going to be everywhere. So after today, that song will officially be on the Apple Spotify on the DSPs and bro, we're gonna take this shit to the moon, uh, D deep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Uh, that sounds super awesome. Yeah, man. So, dude, it's it's um, you know, prepping for this interview. Uh, you know, it's, I was trying to figure out the best way, and I just say, you know what, the universe is gonna guide the way. Because one thing I admire about you, bro, is that you know you snap back with the comedy and you got the shit talking. But then you also got that 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 game that you spit, right? Like it's kind of like you walk this fine line balance of a DJ and a fucking poetic, uh, like fucking philosopher, right? So I just thought, you know, the best way to prepare prepare is to be in the now and just take this the way of the universe, man. So, you know, um, just wanted to start off for you to tell me in your words who is D Deep? Oh man, that's a tough question. I'm still figuring out who I am. But if I were to give a short introduction to myself, I'd say I'm a I'm a normal guy, you know. Like I'm 26 years old from India, and uh, I'm just trying to, you know, like make it in quote unquote Web three, just like you know, uh, every single person on this space. So, yeah, I think that's about it, and. I usually use comedy as as a form of expression, and uh, yeah, I mean sometimes I'm funny. So yeah, but if you read my bio, I do sort of you know I'm the self-proclaimed funniest guy on on uh, all of Web three. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah it's, it. it's self-proclaimed. So. Uh, you might have to take that with a grain of salt, but no, I appreciate you sort of, you know, giving that introduction about me. About yeah, I dude, I'm I'm a pretty normal guy, dude. I'm a pretty normal guy. Bro, you can't say you're normal guy, man. And, and, and the reason why I say that is, you know, um, I've I've been in some of your spaces, uh, rolling with D Deep and. You know, kind of going back, uh, we go back earlier on in um, in the Solana summer, right? It's like one month on the on Web three is like a year. So I I, I remember, you know, you and uh, Mark, and you you know, you kind of starting out and some of the spaces you held. And bro, you you know, I understand you're a humble person, and you just say you're a normal person, normal man. But you've been adding value to this space. And um and when we were talking about who we wanted to interview. I remember sitting in one of your spaces and you were talking about kind of like, you know, working and making it and being able to take care of your family and things that matter to you. And, you know, with this platform, it gives us an opportunity to highlight things like that, because, you know, I believe the why and why we do what we do is important to know. And it allows us to support people even better. So, you know, I just thought it'd be a good idea. You know, we, we're going to have other spaces later that are a little bit more up to speed in the normal way that things are happening here on uh, Solana and, and uh, the Internet. But these are a little bit deep dives because, I mean, dude, it's, it's you get more bullish about people, you learn, and actually you might be able to walk away being inspired. So you're beyond a normal dude because you make motherfuckers laugh. And the way you, sh you, you know, you got a full loaded clip next to your hip. Just like, for example, I was looking at your tweet, bro, 
in that fucking tweet with Vitalik shaking CZ's hand and then their fucking <laughs> their dicks were shaking hands. I mean, bro, it's like, who the fuck thinks of putting shit like that on the timeline and that shit was fucking funny, bro. So, okay, you're a regular guy. Tell me what was like, what was life like for you, right? Um, I want this to be a free uh, flowing conversation. Take it wherever you go. Um, sometimes I like people to speak their truth if it's going somewhere. And then, um, you know, I like to start from the beginning and then end in the present. So, uh, walk us through what was life like for this normal guy, uh, before he turned, it turned into the 26 self-proclaimed funniest man in web three. Ah, man, dude, my life before NFTs was a grind, not going to lie, like, I've always been open about this, you know, like, it was very difficult for me before, before, you know, like, you know, things became easier through NFTs and, and everything. Like, I used to, you know, like, basically focus all of my time, uh, you know, like, charting crypto tokens, you know, like, I used to spend, like, 10, 12 hours a day just learning how to you know like trade and stuff even though i had like very little money right so i've been you know like you can say i've been in in crypto for over over two years almost two years now and like my first one and a half years was just yeah it was just like painful dude like you know i I went out of business, like my normal business, because of COVID. I used to be a wedding photographer, right? And because of COVID, like things became really hard, so I had to find another sort of, you know, way of of earning and and making a bread. So that that's how how I stumbled onto crypto. But uh, you know, like I come from a humble background. I'd not have like thousands of dollars to, you know, like start my journey. I did have, a f- you know, like my dad was gracious enough to help me with some money in the beginning. But uh, luck might have it as soon as I invested, you know, like I made that first investment. Crypto crashed hard in May 2021. And that was literally it, you know, like I invested uh, that that sum of money and the next week, we saw one of the biggest crashes of that year. So it was, you know, like a, a painful start to, to my journey. But uh, I sort of, you know, made my mind that I'm going to spend my time learning about this industry and, you know, just like figure out a way to make more money. So that's how I started. It took a very, very long time for me to actually become sustainable. And then... Yeah, last year around March, I finally stumbled upon NFTs, and you know that was it. That was the that was the game changer, to be honest. So how did you how did you discover like how did you discover crypto? Like what was uh, what was your first you know uh, let's say you know um, like how did you discover it? Was it a friend? Did a friend tell you about it? You know, was it something that was aspirational and you're like, yo, when I get my phone together and Mark sends me one of his 15 gadgets, I'll be able to go live. Like, what was it that like, like, I want to know that because you and I share uh, a few things in common, right? Um, let me close this booth. I'm in a booth right now, sound booth to make sure the sound sounds better. But um, 
you know, we're both immigrants, right? Or, you know, I'm from Zimbabwe, you know, you're in India, you know, uh, you know, I drink tea. I don't know. I think you might, you might drink tea too. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and as far as family wise, you know, our, you know, um, the third world families, you know, and, and shout out to Wombat in the audience too. You know, they want us to attain more, right? They want you to be a doctor, be a lawyer. Like, and when you say entertainment, they fade all of that shit unless until they see the bags are super crazy. Even when you got a little success, they're like, ah, that shit ain't real. Cause uh, you know, whatever. So, Walk me through that because I'm very inquisitive on, on how you made your path to crypto. Yeah, so like my first purchase was in Feb 2021. That was Dogecoin because of Elon. So I guess you can you can thank Elon for sort of showing me what crypto is, right? I made a small purchase worth like one and a half dollars. That was my first purchase. I purchased a Dogecoin and I sold it instantly because I needed one and a half dollars at some point of time in my life. So so you can just figure out how... Wait, hold on. Was it? No, wait. It was like $15, not one and a half dollars. It was $15 when I look back and, and recall. Yeah, it was somewhere around $15. I, I held it for a few days and then and then I needed those fifteen dollars. So I had to cash out almost instantly. Uh I I I I didn't make too much profit on that because you know Dodge was the literally getting started on that wild run that year. So I literally cashed out you know without seeing seeing the run happen. And uh that was my first introduction. Then, then you know, like uh, two months later, uh, COVID sort of happened, and and uh, you know, I had absolutely nothing to do at that point of time. If I remember, I may be me- messing up the timeline a little bit, so forgive me for that. But that was my first purchase, and then I I think it was the second wave of COVID where I went back home and I had to sort of figure out how to navigate through things because my business as i said was severely affected right so uh yeah that was my first introduction to crypto you know like dogecoin and uh, my first exposure to nfts like my first sort of uh you know like how i come came across nfts was nba top shot like that's when uh i came to know what an nft is I tried, you know, a few times to get into Top Shot, but the the rush at that point of time was simply too much. So then I did not, you know, like dive too much deeper into NFTs. If I did, maybe, maybe, I, I you know, I could have come across uh, Bored Apes and all of those NFTs a bit earlier. But uh, to be honest, I did not spend time, you know, like researching on NFTs uh yeah, that's kind of sad, but yeah, this is my this is my sort of small yeah journey into crypto. Dog, that is dope. He said, "I straight up the first thing I, I got the Bitcoin, and uh, th- that's dope." It's you know, it's funny. Like I, I, I made a comment to my uncle. I said, "Bro, back when I first learned about Bitcoin, and I started telling you guys during family events, like let's pull our money together. It'll change our lives." I'm like, "Y'all faded me every time and laughed at me like I was a joke." 
And then I pulled up. I said, what would have happened? I mean, do you think it's a joke now if you guys listen to me? And he he looked at me and shut the fuck up. Was like, nah, man, our lives our lives would have changed. <laughs> so salute to you, bro, for seeing the fucking opportunity, taking that opportunity, and that opportunity brought you here to crypto, uh, to to the NFT world, bro, and that's dope. Um, so you say before you did that, you were doing photography. Uh, walk me through that. You know, were you what were you doing? Was it like weddings? Were you a video production company? Um, and and kind of like how did you get into that um, entrepreneurial? Um, hustle or that business yeah so mostly uh weddings right because i realized that uh i might be good with you know like handling brides and stuff so i thought you know what i should just cover weddings and you know like uh, that would be phenomenal so no actually how i got into weddings was was quite funny like i was supposed to go on this trip with my friend and uh, i had his camera with me we were supposed to meet at this you know like neutral location and then travel from there together but somehow he cancelled on me last moment because he fell sick but i still had his camera with me so i i was out for almost two weeks on a solo trip and that entire trip like i used his camera and that's how like i really fell in love with with the art of of you know like clicking pictures and that was it you know that set a fire in me that you know what if i try i can sort of turn this into career and the kind of person i am dude like i get bored very easily from things you know like I'll I'll move on to the next thing in in like no time. So this was this one thing that I picked up in between, and uh, I I you know like I then got a camera for myself and started doing small gigs to start earning, and then eventually I I started doing weddings. So, dude, my my stint with photography was. was a, a, a quite mix of of experiences because i lost two expensive cameras so it it burned a really big hole in my pocket and in also my personality because it was not easy you know like it was stupid to be honest like i it was like i was very careless in terms of handling my cameras one time i just forgot in a cab and you know like i couldn't recover the camera and then second time i was traveling on a train and literally all my luggage was stolen because i fell asleep uh at night and i was heading back home after finishing college so uh, like and those were like really expensive sony mirrorless cameras so you can imagine how hard that must be and like i said i already come from a humble background so still my family was like super patient and understanding and supportive of me throughout this entire bit like any other family would have either murdered their child or disowned them for like you know losing out on two cameras but my family was like you know what we'll figure out a way to to you know get out of this and they took another loan to get me another camera so i was you know uh yeah i was just like 
super insistent on making it into photography because my my family was just so uh you know supportive and then covid happened right i mean i did shoot a lot of weddings i used to travel around to cover weddings as a freelancer you know with other companies but covid really changed everything dude that's you know what so that's another thing you and i have in common right um right before covid happened you know my web2 background is 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 experiential it's in in a lot of different areas but i actually i uh, started shooting um what do you call it real estate uh, uh like short films right like the hot shit and i and i shot this house in lafayette california it was like a 3.5 million dollar house never did it before but you know thank god to the you know the, the canon cameras my my first thing was like the canon um 5D mark 2 so being able to pick up that camera go in shoot dynamic range was dope was able to produce some work but then when they did the 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 uh the lockdowns like i thought i was about to come up like big bags because what i charged for that was more than i've charged for any video before right i factored in it was um luxury real estate the selling price the location and all the stuff that went into it right so uh we had that in common i've hustled with that camera bro the drones uh you know i wasn't really big in the, in the weddings uh, i actually never did any weddings um it was more so like short films um you know marketing uh you know pieces for people uh little small pilots and things like that but self taught got kicked out of film school picked up a fucking camera went out there started fucking shooting and then learned how to cut myself how to shoot myself how to do color myself and uh and the curiosity is what kept me there so i totally understand where you were in the world when covid came and you had to look at change in your business um what's dope about what what you were just sharing is a lot of people don't know like the the wedding business and the it's a very competitive uh market right some people come in and they try to lowball you like they'll do your whole wedding for damn near free and then you come in there so um by you sharing that st- uh story and again you said you were just a normal guy but it seems to me not only were you a normal guy but you have this hustler in- instinct like um is this something that you get from your parents or is this something that you cultivated along the ways and and is it based off like maybe something deep inside right like i'll use myself as an example you know being an immigrant um you know in a new place i felt insecure when i was younger so i had to prove myself more right in my mind right reality is i was dope but to myself i had that thing that i just want to you know what i'm saying like i'm going to show you i got it right so what was the drive the hustle where did that come from the age very difficult to sort of explain this without giving your total background into my family's journey but let's just say that you know like i had like there is there there was no other option but for me to keep keep hustling right because uh even though it may look like you know i come from a really phenomenal background and a solid you know like uh socio economic status like my father is actually you know like he did just all right i'd say he did more than just all right with with his job and everything but we we had some unfortunate events in life where you know like it really pushed us back and that led to to a lot of crunch of money and 
you know like they had to literally take out loans to educate me and stuff so for me it was just obvious that you know i had to pay back my family in some form and make sure that you know all the investments whether that's through money or through their you know like just their emotions and everything like i had to i had to you know return it so i just had to grind it out you know like i just knew it that i have to be grateful and the only way i can really show that is if i you know do something good enough for them and not just for them in a way even for the society right because people see it people talk and you know the kind of society that i come from it's a very small small town and you know like you have your own community and stuff which you're a part of so when you do something that's not nice people start talking and then and then it's just you know like yeah it's just white noise and we went through a lot of the these instances so it it always play it always played as a motivating factor in my life that you know there are these bozos out there who talk shit about my family so i had to i had to you know like yeah hustle hard yeah so the thing the thing which was a common pattern in the beginning was that you know i kept i always kept knocking on doors right like like i said i keep getting bored with things so i tried so many different things in life and every time i every time i thought that you know what uh, i have come halfway and things are finally starting to get better something would happen and then the door would instantly shut so then i had to like start over and in this happened so many times it was absolutely crazy and you know at that point of time like when i look back i i used to think like dude what am i doing wrong like why do i always have to start over and it's in it was not just about me being bored it was also about you know what you know some higher force trying to show me it was trying to guide me to something that really fit in with my personality with my life and just the grand plan in general right and i guess the, the grand plan at the end of the day was just me coming in this space in this ecosystem you know like of nfts and solana and just meeting so many amazing people like i see i see shrimp and treats and so many other people in the space who i met in the beginning i and you know like we spent hours talking almost every single day and when you think about it even i see my friend bree to so it's crazy you know like we used to spend hours talking every single day and at that point of time it felt like you know you were just wasting your time but when you think about it that really shaped up my journey in in this space so it's it when you start connecting these dots you know for you it might seem like it's it's not adding up but but then when you really sort of uh zoom out a little it all makes sense at the end of the day it's like you know where we are is a sum of all our experiences and i believe that all of these experiences made me want to try harder to make it and when i bought my first car right that was a huge sort of uh moment in my life because that was the car which a lot of 
my father's friend had it at that point of time but we didn't and those people used to like really talk down on my father because they used to they used to tell my father that you know what your sons are absolutely good for nothing right i mean this is a small space so i can be honest about these things uh yeah they used to like literally talk down on my parents for not for not you know like doing well with with their kids and everything and they had that fucking car and my dad when he bought another car like a few years back it was a, it was like not not that same car but it was like a model below that but still my father used to tell that it was the same car just to feel you know better and then when i decided to buy this car i was like uh, you know what i'm going to go with this model because my father always kept saying that it's this car that he had but it didn't and i'm like you know what if my first car with my own fucking money is that same car then that's you know like come life coming back full circle because my dad can finally show it off to all the people and be like you know what my son did it himself and i didn't have to do anything so i'm sorry i'm going on long fucking rants no man <laughs> it's just you know like too disconnected when i when i really try to map it out but yeah yo that's actually dope as fuck bro um and and you know like i said this episode i wanted to you know to get behind the character that everybody knows right and as you share that story you know i'm going to i'm going to make a comparison and you don't have to accept it right um all great comedians whether if you're listening to like dave chapelle or red fox or eddie murphy or you can go down the list you know the 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 comedy is dope because of where they come from right it's like you know diamonds don't fucking you don't see a diamond on the top of the sand diamonds come from pressure and um and this the the story you just shared with me right now or shared with us you know leads me to believe it's this like you say the sum of your experiences and what you witnessed growing up you know um your way of showing gratitude is through action of showing up every day pushing yourself and doing what you're doing and 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 I'm bullish on the fact that you shared that with us because you know that there's there there is no right or wrong right it one has to make the rules for their own life right so if you want to be dope then you're dope if you want to be a shithead hey no judgment that's the course a person took but the fact that you're on this path um the story about your dad dog was fucking dope because that's again that's like the 360 right your dad sacrificed for you you know um you know they you saw them when you're growing up and you're in an opportunity to do something and you did something that benefited kind of like in my opinion the whole how was your father like how did he when you bought that first car can you walk me back what were you, what was your feeling like like i know you kind of shared it on the other thing but what was your feeling and what was what was it like when your dad saw that oh man so i live in a different city from from my dad uh, in a different state actually so I bought my car here where I live and not where my family lives. So but I was you know like in, in conversation with them throughout you know the the process of me buying the car so they knew it and obviously they were super proud. So when I you know like took the car home for the first time like I drove like what 20 20 21 hours you know to back home and I reached home around 4 a.m. and my dad, you know, like was up at that point of time and he came to like just sit in the car. And 
that moment like it's very difficult to to explain as a human being you know when it's like you know when you finally see your parents like feel like that relief that small relief because obviously you know every parent like cares about their child and they stress so much and uh, indian parents are a bit extra dude like they are super worried they are super stressed and they are super involved with their children's life and my father's biggest concern was my my life like i have been his biggest stress because he always told me that the reason why i'm so stressed about you is because i know that you can do things and you are not being able to sort of show that and that is you know my biggest pain in life that there is this child out here who is literally giving it all and he is still failing for whatever goddamn reason and that that is very painful for us and we were, you know we have stayed up countless fucking nights just you know sharing that pain and even my mom right so for me that moment was probably one of the top moments of my life because like i said it was you know coming back a full full circle and yeah man like i i cannot express it's very difficult to express the kind of pain my family has gone through it's very difficult it's yeah let's just say that it is a miracle that you know like i have a brother right so it's a miracle that all four of us are are alive right now as of this specific moment like it's 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 been that difficult like the kind of you know yeah i can just say that so for me that moment where my father finally sat in the car it was dude yeah it, it's very difficult and indian dads they they they, they are they're not very expressive so you have to you know they are just like women dude you know what i mean like you have to take the fucking hints of what they're feeling sometimes so my dad like i had to like take that no he's he's proud so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo it's not just indian dads dog also african dads bro it's like you know i, th- I think it's like a third world thing right it's the thing of you know it's like you see me so i mean i don't know what it is like when i went back to zimbabwe a couple months ago um you know i got a chance to go visit my dad's side of the family right like um this was the first time me like going to the land right like i never been to like my land on my dad's side and you know seeing my like you know my dad passed away um in the 90s but seeing like my dad's brother the seniors who were like kind of like my dad's now right and it was just funny cuz you know i pull up and i i have my daughter and my wife with me and they're just looking it's like it's, there's like a look with a smile and it's like is a motherfucker going to say something <laughs> right um they they're, they're not as expressive um out like they're not going to say hey i love you or hey son i'm proud of you right you're not going to get that but you are going to get like the support on critical thinking you are going to get the unconditional love you are going to get the motivation and the stories right like i remember talking to my stepfather who's you know my mom married after my dad's death and he's from Zimbabwe as well and i was telling him i say pops you know i started this startup you know a year ago i've been on the blockchain building this thing and we ran out of money and started bootstrapping in between rounds and i said you know you've been through some tough shit what do you suggest like what's the power or what's the secret he looked at me he goes you just got to do it 
you like no matter what in your mind you just have to do it that's there is no fucking other option either you do it or you don't there is no i kind of made it there is no like oh we're, we almost did no 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 fuck it either you did it or you don't so i i i come back to say that you know the indian fathers you know and i'm pretty sure some of my asian friends have that too but it's, it's this third world dad who's kind of like you know keeps the feelings inside and and also deep deep we have to look at this as it's generational too right like each generation gets to take like what they learned growing up and they get to add to the culture add to your lineage by doing something different and adding it so i commend you bro um you know one I'm thankful that you stayed up right now. It's probably like 4.30 or, you know, damn near 4.40 or whatever time is where you are. And I appreciate you in this space right now, bro. It means a lot to me. Facts. Um, number two, um, you sharing about your, again, your background, bro. It's, it's important because I'm going through not emotions, but feelings right now of like, damn, like, like I feel exactly what you're saying. I want to move on from, from, um, from your, from buying, from your dad buying, um, you know, from you buying the car and showing your dad the car and those feelings to when was it like, what was the the indicator that you realized you, you, you have something different, you have something going on that you wanted to push further? Like, wh what was that moment? Ah, dude, I've always been delusional about, about myself. I always used to think I'm the shit. And uh, somehow that, that has what worked for me right like uh i may not be exceptional at anything but i will make you believe that i'm the fucking best at it and that's what i always done and that's why that's why people always thought that i have something right like i said my father used to think that i have some potential and that's what i always did like even though i sucked at photography i made people believe that i'm absolutely phenomenal at it so you can say the part of me just some part of me just knows how to sell myself right uh yeah i i always i've i always been aware of that it was just like i just knew that it was a moment uh, it was just about a moment of time when do doors will start opening for me i have told every fucking one around me that you you may sit here and you know failed me talk shit about me all you fucking want because right now i'm i have nothing to show to you guys but there is going to come a day when i will have more than a few million dollars not just a few i'll have a lot of fucking million dollars in my account and at that point of time you will realize that this guy was not was not just talking his shit but he walked it so i always i always i it, it, yeah, always been this way, and no matter what happens, I will I will make it happen. I just know it that it's going to happen. It's about a question of when, and uh, it yeah, there is no two doubts about it because uh yeah, you know as they say, there's there's the only way from here is up, and I've seen the worst of the lot. I I walked home with like you know, like halfway my destination because I ran out of money. I've been there, so I'm never going to that place again. But I have never been to a position where I'm living in a house and I don't need any fucking thing because it's such a big house and I have so much money that, you know, like I literally have to sit down, spend 
weeks and hours thinking of how to spend so much money and i'm going to be there man you know what i don't know if people understand what you just did but you but what watching you speak it into existence i i i fucking fuck with you for that the universe listens man whether if you don't like it or you like it the universe is going to give you exactly what you believe you can fucking have and um and i think that's powerful for all of us in this space as creators right like you know we have to be more proactive in claiming what we want in the space and i think i dropped a gem last night on one somebody's space and i say you know the word aspiring artist like remove that just call yourself an artist right like artist is art in motion you're creating this shit and you're using it now don't let the world fucking put you in a category oh he's a new artist or now nah, he's just aspiring he only has two pieces of work creation is creation whether the universe creates a diamond the universe creates an island or the universe creates a piece of art through you it's all creation so um i'm bullish on all creators who understand the power of the moment and are able to use that to 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 make this dope for everybody bro so it's like you're you're the, the, you know when i made the comment about you know the comparison to like a dave chappelle um you know and, and, and that was again to show that you know there is so the complexity in in the person deep, deep it's not just like the jokes come from a complex place um would you say um, some of your inspirations is because, you know, gratitude is gratitude. Um, do, do, does some of these things come from your shadow side, the dark side? Like, how do you process that moment? Like you said, you, you got halfway to your destination and you had to go back because you didn't have any money. Like, how did that make you feel? And, and from that, are, what are some of the things that um, and I guess you, you kind of say it, but what are some of the things that are dark? Do you draw any inspirations from anything dark? Like, do you transmute it to something good or, and I hope I didn't confuse you. No. Uh, so, yeah, like, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning of the space, like for me, comedy is probably the most comfortable form of expression for me. And, uh, there is a reason why I always choose to go that route, right? Because I've been in a place where I, I, I could do with a laugh, but there was nothing to laugh about, right? And I do believe that, you know, we are we are in, in, in an ecosystem with so many people, right? So when you hop on a space, you never know what someone is going through, right? Someone can be having a really bad day. Someone can just be having a terrible life overall. And they're out here listening to you and so many other people. So for me, I believe that's a responsibility to make sure that, you know, they they have a good time, right? And dude, yeah, you can say that, you know, comedy was just like how I let it out. Like I've been this way since since you know quite some time now and there was a time when i used to to you know like base my comedy of you know just making fun of myself what was that word i forgot so basically it was just derogative to towards myself and i used to just push myself down in the name of comedy but then i realized that you know what if i want to change my my entire entire life and how it revolves i'll how to change this because i can't keep making fun of myself just for sake of others entertainment so then i started you know reducing 
reducing that part of of how i how i sort of presented myself around people i mean i still use that element sometimes right but most of it is 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 completely different but yeah you can say that you know the kind of experiences that i had in life you know made me really believe that humor is is super important uh, not just as a form of expression but also uh, as as an art right like i have a background in being a stand up comedian like even though i i have only a few performances i sucked right like you can say right now that maybe i'm i'm just a little bit funny but i was not funny on stage and at that point of time i realized that this is not how how i use my humor you know like going up on stage and writing jokes is not the way i do it but then when i came here and you know when i was on spaces i realized that this is the perfect platform for me to use humor because this gives me a global audience this gives me a better perspective to using that humor to making others laugh because like i said people can be going through absolute shit and you know lo and behold you know like we we were going through one of the worst bear markets so people were literally you know tuning in to just to just sort of phase out of all the losses and all the difficult you know times they have been through so i was like okay this this makes perfect sense and i can use everything i have learned and and apply to this and see if it works and i guess it has to a certain extent right so yeah i'll i'll keep using that as a form of you know expression and making sure that i also use it to deliver you know like key information right because what happens is the, the the kind of space we are in it's it sometimes gets really technical right and uh, most people get lost when you start talking technicals into a lot of a lot of the technology so you have to really simplify it now i can sit here and talk to you in a very technical fashion and you know maintain the same cadence that i am right now and most people would get super bored so i realized that if i have to simplify the information and the process of you know that that information going from me or someone else to to the audience that then i have to make it really fun because that would that would be easy for a lot of people to take in so you can say this all of this just you know plays into my humor and my personality you know like the way it, it you know it is like it's, all of it just fits together perfectly bro that's that's dope you say the stand up wasn't the way but this web 3 became the way and that's fucking dope bro so like as the self proclaimed funniest man in web 3 and the fucking internet like where do you see yourself like a year from now like what are we working towards um you know your your spaces are dope um and i'm going to start popping up more um each time when i'm in your space you know i love the balance that you carry right um the delivery whether it's 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 medicine whether whatever it is i i just definitely love the vibe on it and i appreciate that but um where are we taking this brother like where are we going to scale scale this to uh, this is a question that i have been asking myself since the past 2 months how do we go to the next level from here 
like we have been you know using our platform to change lives on a small scale now how do we change lives on a bigger scale how do we bring more value to the table and you you will see a lot of cryptic tweets about this on my timeline a lot of times because i'm i'm still in this process like how do i scale this to a bigger platform because i know that i can do it i know that if i try a bit harder there is no way that i cannot you know have like 50000 people or 100000 people wanting to listen to me in terms of at least just twitter followers right so i know there is there is uh, a big level that i can get to my question is how do i want to go there so i'm still figuring out the logistics right my biggest goal is to make sure that we change lives as simple as that like you know it could be it could be something as simple as giving away an nft right because where i come from an nft worth like 100 dollars is like life changing money even if the person you know floors it instantly i'm happy right so my my goal is to make sure that we enable the process of changing as many lives as possible while i also make some money you know what i mean right i'm here to make money as simple as that i'm here to change my own life not only my own life like i want to change the life of my seven future generations like they don't have to work if they don't want to that's the fucking goal right but the bigger goal is to make sure that we also make it happen for other people right because what am i going to do you know eating alone i have to make sure that everyone fucking feast on the table especially people who support me and are on 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 this journey with me because that's the thing you know like yeah i've realized like it, it means nothing if you are just you know like taking care of your own on bags like you have to make sure that you, someone has to wake up you know how i see it someone has to wake up someday and be like dude dude just being in touch with this person changed my life for good you know what i mean like you look at liberty down there just being in touch with that person changed my life you know what i mean so i want to be able to be that kind of a person for for someone else so how do we scale that goal i i wake up every day i go to bed every day with the same thought and that's been on my mind since the past 2 to 3 months because i have been on the same tangent for a while now so obviously you know you want to like take it to the next level because you know you can fucking you can fucking grow and uh, yeah dude like i don't know how but i'm still figuring out i'm still seeing how we can make that happen one way is for sure i i i have no plans to launch an nft project as of now because that is too much stress so if i'm going to you know take it to the next level that just may not be the route that i take it has to be some other form well brother you know um what we're doing here in these spaces um you know um i hope to you know it helps uh, amplify that um when we started doing the spaces right i wanted to do something a little bit bigger right like and thinking about the future so we went ahead and and got the turned this into kind of like a podcast 
um, is available on Spotify, Apple Music, like nine other um, like digital places, Amazon, Google, you know, all those. And as people hear your story, bro, I think it's important because that story, when people hear it and they identify, you know, there's there's a lot of gems you dropped in this uh, podcast episode that I want to chop up and kind of re-put them out there. So anywhere I can help amplify your message, bro, that's I'm here for that. Like anytime, if you have any ideas, you want to brainstorm your props like I'm here because you want to do it and, and I'll be down and more than honored to help. Um, yeah, your message is important and we just have to get it out to more people. And I think as you continue to do what you're doing, you know, continue being who you are and, and, and you came here fully present and you're sharing that with us, um, people are going to gravitate towards it. And, and, and actually it is dope and, and, and inspiring when you see like what you're doing is kind of working and it's good to see all the legends that we have in this house today, having, you know, Sapo treats, uh, Liberty, um, we even have Tommy who created my space, hanging out in the space, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, um, so definitely, man, um, I, I'm, I'm with you on the same uh, mission, right. It's like when I went back home to Zimbabwe and I saw how, you know, $20,000 can literally buy 16 acres. And from those 16 acres, you can have a chicken coop that can have about 5,000 chickens and so much land. I mean, literally 20,000 can create like, I, how can I explain this? Like I started seeing how privileged I am here. Right. Like, um, the privilege of being able to walk down the street to a store or like I live in Danville, California, right? Like literally five minutes, there's any kind of food that you want. And that's not like that back there, but like a dollar goes way further and like $10,000 can change a generation's life. So, you know, as a father, as a husband, as a, a DJ and as a member of this community, um, you know, I see it's important to take my 10,000 hours of whatever the fuck I did in Web 2 and, and build with some of you DJs that know way more than me to understand how to apply that here in Web 3 and make it work for all of us. So I'm here to amplify the stories. I'm here to take these relationships of making the world a better place and just doing some dope shit. And I'm and I'm with it. So I'm here, bro. And uh, we're going to figure out what the future looks like. I want to take this time real quick to open it up uh, for some questions. Um, you know, again, uh, D Deep is being extremely generous with his time with us this evening. And I want to remind you guys not to waste anybody's time because time is something you could never get back. And if somebody wastes your time, I want you to realize they might not be really serious about business because you can't get it back. And he's here with us making himself available. So if you have any questions you want to shoot, uh, you want to ask D Deep, uh, now is your time to get up to the stage, put your hand up, and we'll make it happen. And yeah. I see moon here in the building. Time and semen. Uh, these are two things that you will never uh, get back. Once they are lost, they are lost. You can just sit there wanting it back, uh, regretting, you know, like wasting it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't have much to add to that, but it seems like Moon NFT has, has something. What's up, Moon? Yo, the deep came to give you some flowers, bro. <laughs> oh, I love I love the story, man. I've just been listening this whole time, and it's incredible. And you're gonna make it, bro. I believe it. You got that determination, and you are you are naturally hilarious, man. Like it's always right when people need it. It's hard to describe. Maybe stand up didn't work for you because the pressure of it. But, uh, but I think maybe now that you got this this web three juice, give it another shot. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, first of all. Yeah, first of all. I I hated when someone says they want to give me flowers like give me flowers when I dead because you know we give people flowers in India when they are dead so make sure you save those flowers to when I'm dead for now I don't need any flowers at all because the more you give me flowers the more I feel that I already made it and there's a long way to go dude so uh Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I appreciate. I hear you. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. Good thing I bought plastic flowers. They'll 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 wait. They can wait. Oh yeah, I love those. I never have to water <laughs> them. No responsibility yep. at all. I I got they'll a couple waiting. of plants. I was responsible for them in my house. Uh, yeah, and as you can guess, they have now turned dry. Uh, because I'm simply responsible. But I appreciate. I appreciate it, Moon. Ah, uh, thank you. there's no way i can uh, really thanks you know like people's kind words over here i can just say thank you which seems like absolutely futile but yeah uh, oscar what's up man hey deep um uh, first of all thanks for the telling the story and stuff and uh, and good job dabs and props and cardboard and everything i like this series i was on one of the earlier episodes and it's been great every episode so far um i just wanted to ask you like because I've a uh, photographer as well right and I shot weddings and stuff it, and that's the kind of stuff that made me hate <laughs> taking photographs because of how fucking annoying that job is so I'm I wonder if you still use like photography as a creative outlet do you still like shoot just for yourself creatively or uh do you kind of have you kind of put that away for now uh dude I Oscar I feel you when it comes to shooting weddings that was you know like dude if you think you know you can make a bride happy <laughs> good luck dude and if you think you can make her happy when it comes to pictures of her wedding day dude you are some some delusional person that's never happening until and unless you know you're an already established photographer so that you know they will feel bad to tell you that you know what i actually didn't like the pictures so yeah it, it made me hate the process dude because it really took away from the creativity because you had to stick to a certain template right so that that sucked real bad i'll actually you know pin up a picture up top uh you know like so my main uh, sort of you know exposure to photography right now is obviously when i'm traveling i absolutely love taking pictures when i'm traveling so yeah that you know i still have my camera and everything i'll just give me a second i'll just pin uh, a few of my you know pictures from my last trip I absolutely love doing that. I I I hate video, you know, like editing, so I never do that. Even though I, you know, take so many videos on my camera, I never sit down to actually edit it, even though it would may- make for some spectacular videos. But yeah, I just pinned, you know, few few pictures up top from my from my last sort of travel. I I love doing it you know like that's the only time when I actually take take out my camera to to uh, be honest I mean right now I obviously have taken it out for streaming and stuff and for meetings but apart from that you know it's usually when I travel that I, I carry it with me 
I would love to actually buy more lens and and probably a drone. So it's definitely so. Oscar, you know, when I got into NFTs, uh, there was a time when you know, like I, I had to pay my dues and stuff. So I had two lens with me, right? I had I had one fifty mm prime and. I had bought one more lens, and uh, I had to sell that lens, dude. It was a thirty-five mm one point four. Sorry to go into the technicals, but I had to it's sell nice that lens. lens. Oh, it was. I know that pain. It 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 sucks letting go of one of those. Yeah. So it's on my list to get one more lens uh, pretty soon. So I had to sell that lens because. Yeah, like I said, you know, I had to pay my dues, and my mom actually bought it for me. You know, like so, it was quite painful. Dude, that's man. I know how that is as well, too. Dude, your pictures are fucking dope, bro. I'm up here looking at this. This is um, this is fucking dope, bro. Um, you know, last night it was funny. Uh, my artist was like, "Yo, what do you want to?" Um, or my graphic designer was like, "Yo, what do we put for D Deep?" And, um, you know, part of me didn't want to put like social media influencer just because to me, it's like it's so limiting. Um, and and I'm glad you called yourself the self-proclaimed funniest man in the fucking universe, Galaxy Web 3 combined, um, because that's exactly what I was thinking. Like we went back and forth with like um, I looked at it as like entertainer, entrepreneur. Right. Like I just think it, sometimes words are limiting. Right. And um, you're beyond social media influencer you know um i hear a fucking businessman i hear a hustler i hear a motivator i hear just a student of life just um sharing your your journey and your ex- uh, experiences with us bro so please keep sharing these fucking pictures right it's like at the end of the day i feel like um there's so many different touch points and as multi uh f- faceted artists right like whether you you it's the joke whether it's whatever the more we keep sharing ourselves, bro, the, it makes the world a better place because you don't know when that piece of work is going to touch somebody and inspire them. And if you can inspire them to want to go out there and try some shit, bro, we're all going to make it if we move like that. So I definitely commend you on that. I want to um, I just got a message from Cardboard. He said he's going to knuckle box me if I don't ask you guys right now to click the button on the bottom and retweet this room uh, before we wrap up today we're going to give away some rain and we're going to give away um, a big head billionaires nft so if you want to be in that make sure you uh retweet this room right now make sure you like it follow everybody on stage um except d deep because uh, there won't be any value to that just only uh just daps props rich water cardboard and and yeah there we go now you know what you better follow dd first i'm trying to be funny and i'm not a comedian bro that's why i never started <laughs> but uh, i thought i should give it a try right now right <laughs> if you don't try you don't know if you'll make it <laughs> yeah that's what i that's what i thought when i started doing stand-up dude you never know you're funny or not if you don't try so that's that's how i figured out i was not funny prop so you're about to find out you're not funny. I already did, bro. That's why, you know, I'm going to say, yo, what's up, Rich? And I'm going to change the subject so we don't talk about how not funny I am, right? Rich, what's going on, brother? Yo, Pops, <laughs> what up, man? What up? Who's this freaking weird Indian dude you got up here talking? Never heard of him. He's like, like he's, he's like the king of toxicity. That's, that's all I've heard about this dude. Freaking 
Hey, props, we have got a, a weird racist up here on the speaker's <laughs> panel. I'm, bring, I'm bringing racism to the space today. You know, that's, uh, that's how we roll. That's just terrible. I can't say that. Um, I'm being quiet. D- Deep, this is your moment. I love you. I, I, I can't troll. This doesn't, doesn't suit me. No, it's all good, Rich. What a way good. Yeah. I, dude. You can troll me, you can take digs at me, and I'll still, you know, be like, oh, man, I'm just in love with this guy. Uh, yeah. You only love me for my sound, nothing else. I, I know that. You just use me for that one that one frequency, but that's okay. Hey, that, dude, that's one more reason why I love you than anyone else, Rich Water. Most people don't even have a good voice, so... You at least got something working out for you, man. <laughs> 100%. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Sorry about the funny noises. I'm sitting in a car, in a car wash, and my friend's outside hitting it. So um, can't, I don't know even what it sounds like to you. But to me, I'm like in a spaceship or something. How, hey, tell me, Deep, how, does, how was your session with Propsco? Like, because I've only just come in, and it sounds like we're, we're nearing the end of it. Like, did, did you have a good time and sort of enjoy been able to express yourself and have some focus on you today that's a legit question oh yeah no it's it's been it's been super nice i mean uh yeah dude like so it, it may seem like i love attention and stuff but to be very honest it makes it makes me feel super awkward dude to be yeah like i yeah so that's the thing you know like it may it may look like on the outside that this guy just wants to hog on all the attention that he can, but in reality, I'm I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, stay the fuck away from me, dude. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I really appreciate you know us having this conversation because uh, I I guess you know these these are necessary to to just remind you you know of everything you know like what we have what you have been through and you know like what you what you want to sort of accomplish and it's just like a, a nice reminder so i appreciate you know props uh you know like you having me on thinking that i'm good enough to be on a platform that you'd want to listen to to you know like to to just me and you know knowing what my experiences have been like so I genuinely appreciate that dude you know we all have like different versions of like influencing right and like i'm looking at the future right so what it, right now i was actually not right now earlier on i was having a conversation with a team member and i was sharing like look what we're doing is we're laying a foundation down right like we you know we haven't launched our project yet we're building but this foundation i'm super bullish we're going to be everywhere where everybody's not Right. So, you know, I'm looking at analytics right now. We already have a global audience like we haven't done. We haven't launched anything yet. So everything that when we launch and then we start moving with our movement, we, we're not going to have to run around and try to figure out how we're going to promote it. And how do we get Web to? We already thought about it before we even started it. And the podcast and audio was the way we did it. Right. So, um, you know, when I look at other people who've done what we're working on building here you know i look at people like kevin rose who created uh his proof collective with uh his podcast how you know that just really gave him a a unfair advantage against the competition so the the joke is or not the joke 
you know, we're not competing with anybody, right? I know a few people have hit me in the DMs and said, hey, there's a couple people with projects like you. Well, you know, those couple people didn't have a podcast show about two years ago. I've been doing this for a while. And when I got excited about Web uh, 2, I mean, no more Web 2, about Web 3, I actually stopped doing my regular podcast. Like I stopped literally because I was like amazed. I'm like, yo, this crypto shit and these NFTs, like I want to, I'm inquisitive about this. So I want to learn about this. So now I'm going back to like what I feel like I'm good at. And I'm not the best podcaster. This is not the biggest show yet. But just know at the end of the day, um, every single place this is distributed to and, you know, we put your information and keywords and crypto, you know, people who are looking for stories are going to find us. And as you stumble on our next space, you might go back and listen to the old spaces and so on. So there's a method to the madness. It's called planting your seeds and watering your seeds. And with enough water and sunshine, we're going to grow a fucking forest and we're going to fucking eat. So um, and D deep, I'm going to also let you know. Everybody that um, that I'm interviewing on this space um, is also somebody that I would like to be a part of uh, what we're building at the DAPS Collective. And we have an honorary membership that we present to people that we feel like can add value to what we're doing and also, you know, kind of align to some things. So I'm just uh, letting you know right now that uh, we're offering you an honorary or not even offering you. We are blessing you with an honorary membership in the DAPS Collective. Um, you will have a card. Um, we're creating a whole new category for the cards, which is going to be a Sapphire card. So everybody who has an honorary card like, you know, Richwater, like you, like Oscar, like B, uh, B. Haley and a couple other people, um, the honorary card is, is different from everything in the collection. But it's for us to show appreciation to you and say that we value your insight and your perspective because we want you a part of what we're building to be able to, to, to get your feedback, to be able to help maybe achieve a goal. Maybe you want to raise funds for something in India that, you know, you need support on. I would love to be a part of that. And that's what we're doing. You know, at the end of the day is to create an environment that we can make, make, make change. And projects like Monkey Dow um, have been able to make some things happen. Um, I've been in the Discord a couple of times and, and watched some of the conversations happen. And I hope to create our version of that as well. So, Love to have you, brother. And anytime you need anything, man, if so, something to you want to bounce an idea on, uh, you, you want to get into a comedy roast with somebody like, bro, you think it's over? Like when I get up, I'm going to be like fucking the kid doing pushups. I'm going to start figuring out jokes. And if you need help, maybe I might be the mentor to mentor you to make better jokes. I don't know. You know, I might be the next funniest man in the universe. I don't know. But I'm just letting you know if you need that and I am the funniest man in the universe, I might write you a joke. Just like one, you know, give you a bone to kind of get going. You know, I got to give back. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to stop talking that shit real quick and say, um, DD, the mic's yours, brother. Yeah, uh, dude, uh, once again, I, I want to thank you. Uh, I don't know what to say about you wanting to out funny me uh, in the future, but I will wish you good luck on that front. You, you You're going to need that. Because while you are going to work to out-funny me, I'm going to work on out-funnying me myself as well. So, uh, yeah. Bro, I can't unfunny you, dog. That's the funny. I'm over here dying and shit. <laughs> unfunny me, bro. Let's go. <laughs> hey, um, yo, bro. Fuck, I can't stop. Hold on. Let me. Oh, you lost it. You broke it, Jimmy. Well done. <laughs> 
Yo, bro. Yeah. Hey, I, I, look, I give up. I'm gonna focus on building my project. I cannot unfunny you, D Deep. Unfunnying you is an impossible thing because I don't know what the fuck unfunny means. But you created this weird. I went out funny. I I meant out funny me, props, not unfunny me. You might have misheard me on that one, uh, but we're good. Listen, man. If you listen to this on on um, on Apple, on Spotify, wherever this is, man, please give. Uh, look in the show notes and give D Deep a follow. Um, this is somebody you want to follow. And if you're not following him, you're going to miss out on moments like this because I just realized I can't unfunny him. And uh, he just kind of reiterated that again. And um, that's just something you guys need to understand. But um, I want to, we want to give away something real quick. Um, I'm going to look at here. Let, let's look at here and see. And um, I gave everybody an opportunity to retweet the room. And uh, if you snooze, you lose in Web3. So right now we're going to just go ahead and say um, cardboards. You know what we're going to do? Like, honestly, like VPN. I've got two people picked out that have been hanging around the whole space. So, well, you know, let's do it. Is I'll that let, okay I, with you? I will let you handle it, brother. Yes, Wait a second. Yeah. So I'm going to throw. Are you, are you saying I, re, I re, Are you just telling me I retweeted and I don't even have a chance because you've already picked out people? What, what, what is this? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Country Rich. have I landed in here? Go on. <laughs> So I'm gonna give V Piff the thousand rain, and I'm gonna give Doc Blue the big head billionaire. And if you two would DM me your wallets, I'll get that out to you. And I just wanted to thank the deep for showing up. Um, I knew this was gonna be a great show. I didn't think it would go in this direction. I so much appreciate you being vulnerable and and sharing those really intimate moments from your life. That that that's a really nice side that I think uh, most of us that hear you on Spaces don't get. So I, I appreciate that so much. Thank you, Didi. Yeah, I, I appreciate you having me on once again, you know, cardboard and props. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, I can, like, I chose to uh, come here and, and have a conversation. So, yeah. And um and I'm gonna uh, let everybody know right now one more time you know the Daps Collective uh, tomorrow we're gonna be tweeting a little bit more but we have the Daps list open right now and uh, to get on the Daps list you go to Daps DapsCollective.com and uh, just go ahead and fill out the application and tomorrow we're gonna start actually um, announcing people who are in and um and again when we did this several people said yo how do you want to do a list you know other people have done a list hey guess what? And, and people wear shoes, right? It doesn't matter who's done something before. We're doing it because we want to build a community with people who have different skill sets, who want to be here, who want to add value. And so far, we've had, we were blown away by the people who've actually filled out the application, uh, blown away with the effort that they put to actually describe what they want to do and who they are in the community. And, uh, and I'm thankful for that. So uh, if you're listening to this, it might be too late, uh, you know, the, the project already is minted, but if you're listening to this pre-mint, uh, make sure you go to the DAPS Collective and uh, give your, give yourself an opportunity to change a life. Um, if anybody has anything they want to add, um, if not, I'm going to go ahead and end the show uh, and uh, we'll just keep it moving. Any last minute words? Okay, well, if no one has anything to say, um, DD, I'm going to take this time, brother, to say I appreciate you. Uh, this definitely has been a dope show. Um, you know, again, I believe the universe really always has our back. Right. And I try not to imagine things that are not going to work out. I try not to. I try to only have the same mindset that you shared with us earlier. Right. Like I'm going to make it. 
you know, uh, literally, I, I pulled up to the office, um, you know, uh, live five minutes or two minutes before we started. Um, I had no expectations except just to be present. And uh, this has been one of the dopest um, um, inspirational, excuse me, um, interviews that I've had. I learned so much today about you. And I also learned that I can't unfunny you. Um, and, um, that's something that I got to work on. Um, cause I thought, um, I could unfunny you, but fuck, I, I can't. So one, <laughs> one again, thank you for your time. And, um, again, give D deep a follow all the information's in the show notes. And, uh, if you're new to Solana and haven't been to Solana, you know, go ahead and jump in our discord. If you need help getting onboarded, we have people in there. Uh, just go ahead and at me or at cardboard or at captain, um, and uh, we'll help you get onboarded. So appreciate you pulling up to DAPS Radio. This has been a DAPS Collective uh, um, production, and I want everybody to enjoy your day, your moment, your time, whatever you have, and be the best you can. It's your boy Props, and uh, usually we, we we end the show with a song. Um, every single episode, we've always ended with a song, and this episode, we started with a song that a lot of people didn't even really know existed. Um you know, and we're going to I just think we should play the song one more time for those who are unaware of what song I'm talking about. This is about to be the song on everybody's playlist, everybody's playlist uh, starting now. So we're going to go ahead. I, I'm going to mute this mic. And this is the dopest song in the universe. I heard Swiss Beats is remixing it, by the way. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your day. Your night. Peace.